Welcome, everybody, to the 81st ever episode of the West Coast Preps Podcast. I am Chris Jackson, joined by Gregory Moreland Salmon. There's only one more week of baseball for some North Coast section baseball teams. The Central Coast section continues to heat up in baseball, getting ready for the postseason basketballs and the full swing of things now. It's getting crazy, but what's also getting crazy is, well, the Golden State Warriors dynasty is back, and I'm sure you all know why. Wait, can you tell me? I thought we were still in the eighth seed. Oh, Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Jordan Bell is back. Yeah. And that means the dynasty is back. That means the Warriors are going to the finals this year again. Everything is going to go great. Clay Thompson is going to come back for the finals, and he's going to drop 36 in game six to win the finals. And who are they going to beat in the finals? A snake. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Exactly. But he was our snake for three years. He was our snake, but he's always been a snake and always will be a snake. Also a cupcake. And then also on that team, you have a couple crybabies, Kyrie Irving and James Harden. So it's going to be a great feeling when we beat that team in the finals. There's nobody I dislike more in the NBA than James Harden. <clears throat> it really doesn't compare. Chris Paul. I respect Chris Paul, but I do not like him. I don't like that dude at all. Mm-hmm. Especially when he was on Houston, I just could not stand him there. It was just you had him and James Harden and Dan Tony together. It was, it was I awful. hated. <laughs> you couldn't have a worse mix than those three. No, it was literally nothing made me more upset. When Houston took that three to two series lead a few years ago, I was, I was not in good shape. No, you were not. No, not neither were you. And we we're watching those games together. It wasn't fun. Yeah, but you know, hey, hey, no. Steph Curry, came in clutch like always. Steph Curry should be the MVP. We haven't – I think we should notice that. He's shooting, what, 59% on step-back threes from at least 25 feet? Who, nobody else is even within 26% of Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. We've, that's been determined since 20 – He's MVP, and that's it. Steph Curry's MVP. I'm going to keep saying it. If, if, you know, if the Joker wins MVP over him, NBA voting's a scam. Let's, let's really look at the, their two rosters. Nuggets have an amazing roster. Up and down, that whole roster is great. Let's be real. The Warriors roster is not great, to say the least. It's really not good either. No. Out of Steph and Draymond, Wiggins sometimes. Wiggins can put up points sometimes, for sure. He has his games. And he's played well. He's played great defense all year. But you go outside of those three, there's a huge drop. I mean, Wontas Connell Anderson might be the fourth best player on that team right now. Hey, I'm glad he signed a deal with the Warriors, but, yeah, he should not be your – well, he shouldn't be in your top five best players right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I love him. I think he's a great player, great role player for them. But Jordan Poole, maybe fourth best player on the team. He's got a lot of guys that are not proven in the NBA yet. Yeah, Jordan Poole is not their fourth best player. He's good sometimes. He was he's good for the first three months of his NBA career. He's really good sometimes. For the first and there's other nights that he struggles to find his shot. Yeah, well, once he had that injury his rookie year, I think a few months in is when things started to change. But you know what? The dynasty's back. Really, Phoenix does not scare me in the postseason. I think that's an upset. They a loss last night. That was not a foul. That was not even close to a foul. I don't know what that was. That was not a foul. What's they were and still called a foul. How was that a foul? His arm was down. His elbow's down like this, not even close. Completely moved it out of the way. 
because can't have the Suns lose. I don't know. No, I haven't seen worse officiating at every level than I have this year. Like every level from every level. to the pros. I haven't seen anything worse than I have in these last eight or nine months. From youth to college to pros to rec league, everything has been awful this year. I don't know. It's just people are rusty, I guess. I don't um, know. Um, how? Like I'm trying to reteach myself the rules because I'm wondering if things got changed right now. And <clears throat> that Devin Booker one was – well, that was, that was suspect, very suspect, and that wasn't good. But, you know, I digress. There's, there's not a whole lot else I can get into about officiating. There's a lot of things we can say. But one thing we can talk about, though, is Jermaine Cole, Cole World, the offseason. 95 95- – South. That's I mean, clearly your favorite song. That I mean, how was that? That's one of the best openers to an album of all time. I would say so. Yeah, it it really doesn't compare to that. No, not really. I mean, that was a great song. The whole album was good, though. Yeah, but I've had that song on repeat all morning while working. It's gotten me really hyped up. On repeat. Yeah, been a very productive morning because of that song. Interesting. Just because of that song. That's weird. You're never really productive. No, never. West Coast preps, we're not, we're not productive. We're not everywhere. No, you're, of course not. No. Who's productive here? No, no, nobody's ever productive. No, no. At West Coast preps, we are not productive and we are not showing up to games. Obviously, that is a joke, people. So hopefully yes. you guys understand that. But I have never been to so many high school games in my entire life. I'm going to miss it. It's been fun. I like, I like playing fun. out these games, scheduling these, because we've had some great ones. Over the last month, I swear to you, every game it seems like we've been to recently, it's been something ridiculous. Those Cal San Ramon Valley baseball series, some of these Dublin basketball games. That game against Mitty was a great one. Camp Lono de La Salle basketball, we'll get into that in a minute, was fantastic. You were at Campo Bishop O'Towd. You were at Valley Christian Mitty the other day for baseball. It just seems like every game right now in the Bay Area is, even when a team takes a pretty sizable lead, it, the game's still going to happen. Something's going to come down to the end. And that's been proven. It really is. Um, everyone's applying pressure, like track four in the offseason. Yes, yes. And one of these games that was a great one was Camp Lindo at De La Salle, top 10 matchup. Campo comes in at 9-0. and Aiden Mahaney was out with that right hand injury. He's been out. He missed the first few games of the year with an ankle injury. Had that hand injury against Bishop O'Dowd when Greg was there early on. So Camp Lindo is a great team, but they've dealt with adversity because Logan Robeson's out too. Emmanuel Callis barely scored in this game against De La Salle, came in averaging over 17 points per game, scored just two in this game against De La Salle, took just three shots in this one. Okay, De La Salle's defense did a great job kind of keeping him out of that game offensively, but Camp Lindo's tough. They just find ways to win. There's really no other way to put it for them. You had Cade Bennett was 8 of 11 shooting, 25 points, that junior point guard stepping in for Aiden Mahaney. His feature came out today at westcoastpreps.com. Check out what he's meant to this team. One of his teammates called him the it factor for the squad this year, helping them step into that point guard role for Aiden Mahaney and helping them go undefeated. Cade Bennett was 6 of 8 from 3 in that game. And you saw Campolinda goes up 19 there in the second half. They also comes back. They take the lead. It goes back and forth. Miles Daniels ties this game, right? But then what happens? Cade Bennett comes down the court, curls around a Matt Riddell screen. I'm sure you guys all saw it on Instagram and Twitter, that video. What happens? Cade Bennett just knocks down that three with 2.4 seconds left, and Camp Lindo wins that game. 
You'll got a Cade Bennett, 25 points. Shane O'Reilly, a sophomore, he's averaging over 10 points per game. A great 2023 prospect, 11 points in that one. He was four of six shooting. Also three of five from long range in that one. But you just can't say enough about this Campolino team and the toughness and strength that they've shown. Because I know they've got a talented roster, but when you lose some guys to injury, especially in this kind of a crazy year where the schedules are really condensed, it's going to be tough. But Campolino keeps weathering the storm. And like their head coach, Stephen Dyer, said after the game, he's coached some really tough groups at Campolino. We've seen they've gone. They've won a state championship a couple of years ago. He's already won over 100 games in his time there. He said this is probably the toughest group that he's coached in his time with the Cougars. Yeah, I mean, it seems like every game they they're in a battle, especially with the way that their schedule has fallen this year. The amount of top 10, top 25 teams in that case that they've played this year uh, has been incredible and amazing. So <clears throat> the way that they've played in the short season and the condensed season, playing all these games, all at all at once has been amazing and clearly they've shown that they're one of the best teams in the in the bay area as that's where they're ranked at right now um and i think they'll continue to do that um, they still have some tough games ahead on their schedule and we'll see how that plays out over the next what we have two weeks left three weeks left that's crazy it's already may 14th where did may, time go time is flying right, right now but i mean probably the best team i mean, i think it's between them and Mitty. i wish we could see those two play Dude, I would do anything to have Northern California playoffs this year and see those two teams square off. Yeah. Even yeah. just have these two teams schedule just a random game against each other late in the season. Just have something fun. Maybe just a random game, June 1st or something. I don't know. I, I guarantee you both teams would be interested. <clears throat> Neither team is scared of scheduling stuff. We've seen what Camp Lindo's schedule is. Midi's schedule. They just played at Dublin their last night. Midi's not afraid to schedule tough and – now there's Campo, and again, that's why they're some of the best teams because they're not afraid of anybody. So if we saw those two teams, you'd see that midi length with Arise Bandal, you'd have Nigel Burst, you'd have Michael Bennett at point guard going against Campo with the Bennett brothers. You've got Emmanuel Callis, maybe Aiden Mahaney's healthy again too. And Shane O'Reilly, this is – that would be a fantastic game. That would be such a chess match to watch. I can guarantee you both of us would be at that game. Yeah, I'm great coach on game. both sides. It'd be an incredible game without yeah. it. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe we should, you know, start making it happen. Get on Twitter. Start calling some people. Maybe we should just make it happen. Let's put it. Let's put it out on Twitter. Who would love to see a Camp Lindo versus Mini game? Let's just make a poll. I think we should just do it. Yeah, let's make a poll. Let's tag the accounts and the players and make it happen. I'm sure these these kids want it. It's another game in this crazy year. They're not going to turn that opportunity down. Especially no one they know to that. Yeah, especially because Camp Lunder just had a recent game against St. Patrick, St. Vincent's postponed there at the last second on Wednesday. I'm sure Camp Lunder is just willing to play anybody right now. Right. Keep this thing going. They've beaten everybody already. They've beaten all these top teams without some key players. So I know Camp Lunder wants to play MIDI, but let's go into Before we get into that MIDI Dublin game, let's go into you were at a great baseball game earlier this week. Valley Christian MIDI. I mean, another ridiculous WCAL baseball matchup. I don't think there's really any other way to put it. Yeah, no, speaking of Mindy, what a great game it was. And it was really a game that Valley Christian had multiple opportunities, but Mindy found a way to get out of it every single time. Um, some great defensive plays all over the field, Jackson Wall. Two great def defensive plays and one defensive play that really kept them in the game going to the seventh inning before they made their final comeback and ended up winning this game 4-3. to three. But it, Valley Christian would have the bases loaded three times in this game. 
we're only coming away with two runs during those three times having the bases loaded. And it was really almost the difference in the game. But Valley Christian fought back, was down three to two going to the seventh inning, got a base hit, a little dribbler to second base. That was going to be a tough play. He bobbled it, got the runner on, and then a sack bunt, and then two doubles in a row ends up giving them the 4-3 lead. And that's all they needed. They put in their closer, Michael Castaneda, came in, closed the door. Um, they got a runner on second, but Mitty could not tie up the game. And Valley Christian came away with a thrilling win and kind of stole one. You know, they had their opportunity, didn't take advantage of it. And it looked like Mitty was going to win the game, but Valley Christian kind of stole this game and got that win. Yeah, that's a great series that you've had out there between those two San Jose private schools because you saw – what happened yesterday too, Mitty just beat Valley Christian eight to one on the diamond with just a huge win to bounce back in that series. I'm sure they're kind of thinking they should be up to nothing in the series, right? But you know, the way the baseball bounces sometimes it just didn't go their way, but let's just go into how that game went there yesterday as well. Mitty had a couple of kids really step up. Matthew Halbeck had a home run and two RBIs. One of their top sophomores also had two RBIs, a pair of hits in that game. And then you look at just Jake Dries. He pitched a fantastic game, seven innings, gave up one run, but that was an unearned run, just three hits allowed, 10 strikeouts. Mitty comes away to even that series up, and they're going to have a big game to end that series on Saturday at 11 a.m. And then speaking of how about he had a great game, threw out a runner from center field at the plate in that game on Tuesday as well. Um, so he's having a great series so far. Yep, so that's going to be a great one to see and another great baseball game. We've been on a couple of them this week between San Ramon Valley and Cal, and I know Greg's going to be going to that series finale today. San Ramon Valley's number four. Cal is number one. Cal won that first game of the series in extra innings, 9-8, to eight, and then San Ramon Valley came back on Wednesday and won 9-6. to six. Cal went up 6-3. to three. Raul Fabian and a home run, honestly, Ralph Fabian's going to make a lot of money someday. I'm telling you, he's making a strong case to be the best player in the Bay Area this season. We're going to have that postseason top 45 coming out here in about a month. So stay tuned for where his name is. But I can say he's going to be pretty high up because he can, he can steal bases, but he is – he can just do everything on that field. He's got great tracking in center field. He made a diving catch there in that game on Wednesday as well. He's got power. He can hit doubles. He can just smoke home runs out of the park. He had a home run on Wednesday. That was fantastic. But San Ramon Valley coming back in this one. They had a big fifth inning when they were down six to three. They scored five runs that inning, scored another in the sixth inning, six unanswered runs to win that game. You had Jeffrey Camber had two hits. He's having a big series. He had two doubles in this one for the Lawrence University commit. You had the shortstop Casey Cummings had two hits, two doubles. I should say two RBIs, my bad there. Then you had Jaron Neverez and San Diego State commit, also a great pitcher, had a pair of hits and an RBI in this one. Noah Garcia had a double. Great first baseman, a hustler. You've got him at first, Blake Jacobs at third, Casey Cummings at shortstop. That San Ramon Valley infield is one of the best out there. I know they've got great offense and great pitching, but that defense is another reason why they're number four. Maybe the winner of this game today, too, decides who could be number one in the Bay Area. I'm not going to say it will, but you never know. Have fun with it. I put some stakes on the line for this one because the winner of this series is in very good position heading into this final week of the regular season. They really are. And, I mean, you look at San Ramon Valley, this is going to be the fourth game this week because they did play yesterday against Amador Valley and then ended up winning that game 9 to nothing. So now their fourth game, 
of the week. Um, it's going to be a tough game for sure, and I'm excited. I haven't seen Cal play yet, so I haven't seen Fabian in person. I've seen the videos. I've seen the pictures. Um, looks like an absolute beast. Everything I've heard seems like an absolute amazing talent. So I'm excited to see that in person for the first time um, tonight, and I'm excited for this game. The first two games have been insane. What the first game went eight innings, so the next game goes back and forth. So it's going to be a fun one. I think this one's going to live up to the hype just as well as the first two. Yeah, that first game was a three-and-a-half-hour high school baseball game at innings. You never see that. I thought going from Cal High to Dublin High, I'd have no problems getting to Dublin in time. Well, what were you Game Game goes extra innings to 7.30. You know, sometimes it happens, but totally worth it because that was a great game. But in this one for Cal, Nick Hughes hit a home run. Nick Bronzini, an Arizona commit, absolute monster. Two hits. He had a double and a triple. And this one, an RBI Earl Fabian had three RBIs, two hits, had the home run in this game. God, he's said he really always looked up to Kobe Bryant, has that Mamba mentality, wakes up at 5.30 every morning, starts training, working out, getting ready for the day. And, see, and he stole a base in this one too, so you see why he's going to Long Beach State. You see why he's committed to one of the best baseball programs out there in the collegiate ranks. So it's going to be a great one to see how this game goes down on Friday between these two squads. And then a great basketball game that we saw on Thursday, too, was number 10 Dublin hosting number two Mitty. I, I can't even describe the amount of talent that was on that floor. There was a lot of kids that are going to be playing. How many great basketball games have we had just this week? I, you know, I couldn't tell you. I, it's been – well, it's every game. Like, Dave, you got the De La Campo game. You've got Mitty Dublin was a great one. Everything, really. It, it's insane how many good basketball games and baseball, like you said, when we opened it, how many insane games that we've had just in the last few weeks. Yeah, no, they, they've, been, yeah they've been fun to cover. And Dublin goes up in this game 7 to nothing. They're up 15 to 10 after one quarter. They were 4 or 5 from three-point range in the first eight minutes. Mitty, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, lengthy team, athletic. They've got big guys. They've got a lot of size. But Dublin was finding ways to beat that by hitting three-pointers, but in that second quarter on, Mitty really turned it up a notch in all phases of that game. Rebounding, they were just crashing the boards, getting offensive rebounds. They got really aggressive. They were fighting through screens, deflecting passes, blocking some of these three-point shots, and then you look at it, in the third quarter, Dublin was 0 of 6 from three-point range in the final three quarters, just 5 of 21. Because You saw the way Dublin shot earlier this week against Bellarmine was hitting shots. They already had a lot of moments in that game too where they beat Doherty Valley by two, another ranked team. And then Mitty, they started off hot, but then Mitty's size was just too much and Mitty pulled away in this game. But for Dublin, TJ Meager, senior point guard. I mean, last year he was just a more of a reserve guy. We get some minutes every game, but on that really deep team, wasn't getting a ton of playing time. Well, now he scored 10 plus points in all, each of his five games. This year he scored 30 in this one, made five threes. Everything he threw up, it seemed like one, and he made a beautiful move to the basket for a reverse layup between the midi defense. I don't know how he got through those big guys, but he found a way. He's got to be someone. I wish the pandemic didn't happen, especially for a kid like him, because I think there'd be a lot more colleges calling for him right now with what he's doing. And then Caleb Odin's another guy, too, a Division One commit. Scary part is in last year's team, he didn't play a whole lot either, like TJ Meager. Now he's a Nevada Reno commit. Scored 18 points, blocked the shot, hit two threes in this one. Those guys really sat in the Dublin's got those sophomores. Courtney Anderson at 14 points. 
Donovan Cooks with 11. But Mitty, you got Arish Bandal. He told me after that game, he had three Division One offers from Army, Marist, and Navy, but he chose to go to the University of Chicago instead to continue his basketball career. He was everywhere. He dunked over a Dublin player. He had 20 points, blocked three shots. He was picking up rebounds left and right. A fantastic player. You got him next to Nigel Burris, who's got some D1 offers. 19 points, two of four from three. Michael Mitchell, the Pepperdine point guard, commit 13 points. Just assists left and right. This MIDI team is great. And you've got Derek Sankster, a fantastic sophomore, 2023 prospect, 12 points. And you have the seniors, Zachariah Granberry was a perfect three of three. And three-point range and scored 11 points. I know you've seen MIDI, too. You've seen what they've got on that roster. And finally, I got to see it on display last night. And you got to like what MIDI's got. I wish there was NorCal and State this year. Luckily, they will get CCS playoffs this year. I know that's a big thing. They want to win CCS again. But I wish we could see them at the state ranks to see what Mitty can do as well. Kind of like we wanted to see with Campo this year also. Exactly. I think that they're, they're really a complete team. They go, they can go big and they can have multiple big guys in there at a time. Um, and they can beat you down low. And then they can also go small with their guards and they can also hit threes and hit shots from the outside. They can really do everything. They're one of the most complete teams out there. Um, and I think it's clear who the number one or number two teams are. It's Mitty and Campo Lindo right now. I think those two best, those are the two best coach teams right now. They're the two best teams with the most talent, um, and they're just the most complete teams. I think at this point. I think Mitty's so. almost the perfect blend of new school basketball, but at the same time, they still got that old school feel where they can post up. They got the big guys really scoring down low. They're crashing the boards, but they can also hit from outside too. They've a lot of these guys can still hit. Agile Burris can hit some threes. You know, yeah, like they're kind of the, the chameleon right now. You know, they, they can play – if they want to run fast and go up and down the court, they can do that with you. If you want to slow the game down and kind of sit there and have a 45 to 40 game, they can do that with you. You know, they can, they can play any which way. Um, and that's the cool thing about MIDI. You know, I think that they can kind of – they can dictate what they want to do, but if you're kind of dictating the game, they have no problem playing in that pace of whatever it is. So, it's pretty cool, and I think we need to make this – Midi Camp Lindo game happen somehow, some way. Yeah, we do. I, it's like I said, I'd really love to see just Midi get more chance out of postseason because I think with just the amount of different ways they can play, kind of like the chameleon, like you said, they would be a fantastic postseason team because you think you're doing one thing against them, but Midi can counteract that too. And every game plan you have, I think Midi can match up with you in that regard, and they're going to make it hard on you. So I think Mitty would be a team that could make it to a state championship game if there was that level this year. Unfortunately, there's not, but they still get some sort of semblance of a season and a postseason in CCS. So that's now, what. What is your prediction if that game were to happen? Mitty, if that can happen tomorrow night, what was your prediction? Mitty Campolino happen? Yeah, tomorrow night. Let's just say it's happening tomorrow night. What's your prediction? I pick Mitty in that one. I think really? Make it. You've been on the Campolino train. That surprises me. I, I have, but I think that's really a game where Camp Lindo could use an Aiden Mahaney, too. I don't know about his health. What if, right what if they're fully, both teams are fully healthy? Both teams are fully healthy. I'm taking Campo. Okay. So you're thinking Mahaney is the difference in this one. Yeah, and Camp Lindo's got so much, right? But I think you're going to need a little more. You're going to need another guy or two against Mitty just because of that size. They're going to wear you down. I agree. I think that the size disadvantage that uh, Camp Lindo would have against Mitty 
would be a huge difference in that one. Um, so I would lean toward MIDI, but I've also picked against Camp Window. And I feel like I've done this many times. I keep picking against one team and they always seem to keep winning. So at this point, it's a coin toss and I'm not going to pick anyone. How about that? Smart. Yeah, wasn't that your thing with who was that Clayton Valley this year? You kept Clayton Valley, Monta Vista. Um, There's multiple teams that are the reason I lost this year. Tough, tough, tough scene. Tough, for sure. Tough scene. Definitely, definitely a tough scene, but he's got it. Now, before we wrap this up, Greg, you got any other takeaways from this week? Anything you're excited about this weekend to cover? I am excited about this game tonight. I'm excited to see Fabian play. Um, this dude needs to get drafted. The Giants, who could always use more hitting, needs to take a look at this guy right in their own backyard. Um, the A's will be moving to Vegas, so no longer in their backyard. About time. Then I'm also excited we will be going to the Soldiers Extravaganza this weekend for AAU. Excited to go see the talent that's going to be on that basketball court as well um, as there's going to be some teams from out of the state um, coming into that into that game as well. So it's going to be a going to be a fun weekend of basketball and then also looking forward to that baseball game on Saturday or Friday afternoon. Yes, we've got a lot of coverage. I'll be at Maria Carrillo's baseball game against Windsor today. Greg's going to be at Santa Mon Valley Cal. Also looking to see if play basketball tonight to go to as well. I know some schedules are changing, so we'll keep you guys posted on that. But we've also got, like you said, the Soldiers Extravaganza. So subscribe to our YouTube page for all the interviews for that. Follow all of our work on social media, West Coast Preps underscore, and check out all of our stories and content at westcoastpreps.com.